like the Amazon in Brazil, not in the sewer pipes running every which way beneath the small, peaceful, northerly city called Oslo. An anaconda in the sewer? Sixteen metres of constricting muscles, a jaw the size of an inflatable swim ring, and teeth like upside-down ice cream cones? Ha <laughs> Yeah, right. That would have been a sight. And now... The sun was starting to shine on a quiet street called Cannon Avenue. Some of the sun's rays shone on a red house there, where the commandant of Akershus Fortress was eating breakfast with his wife and their daughter, Lisa. Some of the rays shone on the yellow house on the other side of the street, where Lisa's best friend used to live. But as her best friend had just moved to a town called Sarpsborg, Seeing the yellow house empty made Lisa feel very lonely, because now there wasn't anyone for Lisa to play with on Cannon Avenue. The only other kids in the neighbourhood were Truls and Trim Trani. They were the twins who lived in the big house with the three garages at the bottom of the hill, and they were two years older than Lisa. In the winter, they threw rock-hard snowballs at her little red-haired head, and when she asked if they wanted to play, they pushed her down into the snow. And with icy mittens, they rubbed snow into her face while christening her Greasy Lisa, Flatu Lisa, or Commandant's Debutante. Maybe you're thinking that Lisa should have mentioned this to Trulls and Trim's parents so they would rein the boys in. But that's because you don't know Trulls and Trim's father, Mr. Trani. Mr. Trani was a fat and angry man, even fatter than Lisa's father and way, way angrier, and at least ten times as rich. And because he was so rich, Mr. Trani didn't think anyone had any business coming and telling him anything whatsoever, and especially not how he ought to be raising his boys. The reason Mr. Trani was so rich was that he had once stolen an invention from a poor inventor. The invention was a very hard, very mysterious and very secret material that was used, among other things, on prison doors to make prisons absolutely escape-proof. Mr. Trani had used the money he'd made from the invention to build the big house with the three garages and to buy a Hummer. A Hummer, in case you don't know, is a big, angry car that was made to use in wars and that took up almost the whole road when Mr. Trani drove up Cannon Avenue. Hummers are also awful polluters. But Mr. Trani didn't care because he liked big, angry cars. And besides, he knew that if he crashed into someone, his car was a lot bigger than theirs, so it would be too bad for them. Luckily, it would be a while until Truls and Trim could christen Lisa with snow again, because the sun had long since melted it on Cannon Avenue, and now the sun was shining on the gardens, which were green and well-groomed. All, that is, except for one. The garden was scraggly, drab, and unkempt, but was pleasant anyway, because it had two pear trees, and belonged to a small crooked house, that might possibly have been blue at one time, and that was missing a fair number of roof tiles. 
The neighbours on Cannon Avenue rarely saw the man who lived there. Lisa had only met him a couple of times. He'd smiled and otherwise looked sort of like his garden, scraggly, drab and unkempt. What's that? grumbled the commandant, as the roar of a large engine disturbed the morning quiet. Is that that awful hummer of Mr. Trana's? His wife craned her neck and peered out the kitchen window. No, it looks like a moving van. Lisa, who was generally a very well-behaved girl, got up from the table without having finished what was on her plate or having been excused. She ran out onto the front steps. And sure enough, a moving van with the name Crazy Quick written on its side was parked in front of the empty yellow house that used to be her best friend's house. Movers were unloading cardboard boxes from the back.